Happy 100! 100, you sexies, yeah. I can't believe we made it to 100 episodes. This is crazy. And and you know, we actually did uh, some episodes before this, too, right? We did. This we is did. the 100 podcast episode. We've been chugging along for many years, and we, we couldn't have done it without all you sexy time supporters and Patreons and YouTubers and streaming. Mm. We were, we've been everywhere. DLive, Twitch everywhere <laughs> i don't even remember we, we've been we tried everywhere everything. man don't forget youtube did you forget YouTube? I, I thought i said youtube How funny. yes youtube we're temporarily banned there but youtube <laughs> <laughs> we're too oh, sexy man. for youtube well for for mentioning sex fet, fet life which i think is funny uh but anyway happy 100 100 well i know that i like to go i like to push it to the limits so oh you know, like to the next, to the next degree. I would love to push this to four digits instead of three someday. You know. Oh yeah, let's thousand, get thousand would be man. sick. Let's do it. Yeah, man. I'm just so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for everyone. Really, really. I can't wait to see like what we're gonna be on episode six six six. But you know. <laughs> It's so meaningful that we get to continue all of this together. Uh, you know, we we span like we how many continents are between us? I don't know. Oof. Maybe just depending Japan, on which way you go. Uh, America. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it depends on where you go. Depending on which we also way had go, we yeah. started out with but, um, different parts of America and Belgium. So, you know what I mean? It's been that. It's yeah. true. It's been quite a ride. And I I'm just so grateful I get to continue it with you. And we heard recently from one of our uh, Patreon supporters how much the show is meant to him. And um, he, he emailed us and told us about his life and what was going on. And, and you know, we really love to hear from you guys. It, it means so much to us uh, that, that each one of you that are listening, you know, even if we only had one follower, uh, which thankfully we have many more, but it, even if we only had one, uh, we'd be so grateful for you. We are so grateful for you. To those who've been in Pillow Talk, who will be in Pillow Talk, who how, don't even know yet about Pillow Talk, you know, <laughs> we're just so grateful for everyone who's shown up and, you know, kind of shown their support for us and for the show, but also for each other. You know, I mean, we really, we have a beautiful community and just know that we're always thinking about you, whether we're on podcast or live stream, like it doesn't matter. We're always thinking about you and we really love the shit out of you guys. And um, that's why we're mm. here. That's why we keep going. And uh, here's to show 1000 soon. Yeah, thank you so much. Until show 666 or 1000 or... 6900 420 whatever is your milestone until then stay sexy stay safe and don't get caught in public welcome to sexy time where we answer your questions about sex relationships and everything sexy in between don't forget you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and B.K. Johnson. Hey, welcome back to Sexy Time. 
Happy sexy time day. Happy sexy time day to wherever you Whatever may be. Whatever day it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were. Oh, yeah, you're right. With the time zone thing. Uh, well, usually Tuesdays. Not just but, you that, know. but like not everybody listens on the first day it's released, right? So whatever, whatever day you're having, I hope it's a sexy time day for you. Thanks for spending your sexy day with us because yeah, we yeah. hope it's a sexy day and, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll do our best to make it a little bit sexy for you that's what we do here at sexy time Arr. yeah today is a, a sexy q a day i'm excited before we get started let's do, let's do give a quick shout out take care of our patreon shout out tears which is mark monster j and james james Sorry, I always, we usually say James last, but it's just cool because it's cool to end with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> so, next time I'm going to try to say Z, you first, right? James. But uh, yeah, but <laughs> I just like ending with that. But thank you to all of our shout out patrons and non shout out patrons. Yeah. We appreciate each and every one of you. Patreon.com slash sexy time podcast. Monster J is at that Dom level. So uh, oh. we do love those who Dom us. We want to. Uh, special shout out for that thanks for for being our dom monster j oh god monster j so has good. been with us the longest too I oh, she's mean... amazing and she also uh you know she she actually took advantage of our dom level and got us to record uh <laughs> the harry met sally scene for her because if you're That's if you true. dom us you can kind of order us around. So check out those tiers at patreon.com slash time podcast if you're interested in, in making us your subs. And if you want to um, sample, you don't have to go straight to the to the dungeon master doming us. You can actually the 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 dungeon master, the doming us helps all the Patreons. So any any Patreon yeah. tier signing yeah. up for Patreon, you can listen to us perform our Harry Met Sally orgasm scene. That's true. Yeah, Thanks, so enjoy it, and yeah, thank you, and thank thank your thank your local neighborhood Dom. Hmm. Uh, hey, can I start? Because mine is a a little bit rough, and I oh. I want to like get that out of the way if we can. What do I you like think? it rough. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So I uh, I want to thank you, listener, for sending in this question, um, because I think it's something that a lot of people go through and I, I I really yeah thank you for opening up to us um so this comes from a 21 year old female okay. and she says that she's been broken up with recently by her 32 year old male boyfriend after two years together she says saying that I'm devastated is a giant understatement this man was my soulmate He's not just my boyfriend. He's my best friend. He won't try to fix it. And that's what kills me the most. The pain of losing him is terrible, but the fact that he won't try, we live together and I'm going to move out in a couple of weeks and may never see him again. We live four hours from where my family does and that's where I have to go back. Mm -hmm. This man is my entire world. We've been living together for a year. I don't know what to do with myself. I literally don't want to live. He has been the happiest part of my life. He's taught me so much. Right now, I'm in the house adjacent to ours. His family owns them both. So I'm hmm. staying in that house. And at the moment, he won't even let us let me back into our place to go and see them. He's 
his last ex destroyed all of his stuff. So he's worried that I'll do the same. Wow. We're both affected by a schizoaffective disorder. Hmm. And although we're both on medication, his paranoia is strong and he can't help it. Hmm. He trusts me, but the voices in his head do not. I completely understand, but it really hurts me. When he locked the door after I left, it broke me. Technically, we're ending on good terms. We're going to try to stay friends. Hmm. He also says that mm -hmm. I will be his last relationship. I think he really believes that at this point, although I don't know if that will be true. He says it's the most intimate and deepest relationship he's had. But this is just destroying every fiber of my being and to not break down in front of him has been almost impossible. I need to know how I can maintain a friendship with this man. I want him in my life no matter what, but my heart is shattered. Help me understand mm. how to heal. I've lost a partner and a best friend at the same time, and I don't know how to cope. So sorry. That is a thank you for being so open, though, um, that it it's heartbreaking hearing that. Um, and you put it very well. Uh, you explained your situation very well, and you're, it's obvious how much you care about him and everything in this relationship. Um, first off, since uh, you mentioned you don't want to go on um, every episode of Sex Time, we do this for a reason. Love and sex and relationships can be such a, it's a, such a powerful force and be very volatile. So we have a suicide hotline. You're never alone. That's why we're mm -hmm. here too. We, we care about you and others, other listeners, um, especially we hear it all the time in our pillow talks with listeners talking about some of the questions that you guys send in saying how much they are caring and hopefully things will get better or that you'll be able to find that path to a healthy and sexy relationship or, or at least some peace with whatever you're dealing with. And so there's always somebody out there that cares. And uh, we have these suicide hotlines for multiple countries and different numbers. You can talk to someone to make it more real, but just know that if you're listening as well uh, um, to, to our answer, or even if you're not this person, um, that someone cares and uh, there's some numbers to try to help to connect you there. And just a quickie 988 in the United States if you're here. There you go. And so um so one thing here I'm going to go straight because it was okay I, I can go so much into how difficult it is but one thing I'll go straight to the one positive thing. <laughs> you're you're so young here that um I I think it's 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 good that you're so young and that you're going to experience this earlier instead of later. Cause imagine if you've been together with them for decades and then you're, you're feeling this way. It's, it's a big difference. I think, uh, I mean, I can speak for myself and I know that most people I've spoken to about sex and relationships at all in their history, no matter what age, they always have these huge breakups where the world seems over to them 
and that they could never love like this again or that they could never find someone uh, that they could love like this or love as much because you'll never so you'll never be able to find someone to love like that exactly that's true but to love as much again i think we've all experienced that my my uh i i always remember it felt like that my soul was leaving my body when um the i had my heart broken the first time and um and again it was very similar to the way you were explaining it that's why i was uh could really feel it it was it was like she was my best she was definitely my best friend she was uh everything to me at that moment and i just felt like you know i didn't eat or drink i sat alone in the dark in my bedroom and didn't want to live and i understand those thoughts um so if I know that I'm just one and other people have experienced things like these feelings like this. So I know uh, there's a, there's always a way out and, and, and then we're congenial. We're not as close as we are, but if I know that if, uh, you know, years later after that breakup, we still would get together um, and have drinks together and talk. So we're still congenial, but it was, uh, there were many years where I felt the same way as you're saying. It's like, oh, I'll never be able to talk to her again. That's over. And I feel like shit. So, um, I understand those feelings. Um, and, and there is a way, what was the main question? It's like, how, I, what was the question? I want to make sure I frame that, what, what they're asking. Can you reread that, Alice? Um, I need it. I need to know how I can maintain a friendship with this man. How can I make this better? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I can cope. So I think the real question is um, how to cope, how to move forward and how to keep this person as a friend. And and I just want to real quick uh, piggyback uh, while we're on the same thing on what you just said. Um, you know, I think part of the problem is that we put such an emphasis in society on finding the one mm and and soulmates and you did use the word soulmate in your question and you are young you started this relationship at 19 i'm guessing uh, if it's been two years and you're 21 um so this is probably the first time you've felt love like this and uh look i can't guarantee when you'll feel it again mm -hmm. uh, to this extent maybe you'll be 25 maybe you'll be 73 i have no idea but i i do think that the idea of of having the one is kind of destructive in our society. Um, I do think that when you're young, especially, and you lose somebody that you feel this strongly about, it can feel like your whole world is going to end and that you have somehow screwed up your opportunity for love because you only get that opportunity once. And I honestly, in my forties at this point can tell you that is a lie. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you will find other people in your life that you feel differently connected to. And none of those connections will be exactly the same as this one. And that's okay. And as you're mourning this connection, as you should, uh, I just want to say, like, please give yourself the grace to understand that you will love again. Mm, I love it. But I please. Mean back back to you i don't know no, no that's fine um i i i like that uh your thoughts there because I, I i agree with that and i think um through the question being maintaining the relationship and coping let me now first off i want to say since you both you also mentioned in the question that you're both been probably you're both medicated so i'm assuming you're diagnosed for the schizophrenia and all those things like that um and that he has it and you have it disorder or whatever it is yeah yeah that that i mean yeah sorry i i don't know exactly again i'm not a doctor but again it would be or the therapist um i think that would be the first thing as well is to go um 
with therapy and someone who professionally knows how that might affect because but I'm saying that first and foremost because I'm going to yes. go off on my side now because I'm not a therapist or a doctor like that. So I don't know exactly the details how this, what I might say, be different. But first consult with therapy and your doctor, your, the medical professions, of, especially since they're medicating you for, for those things. 100%. Thank you um, for saying that. But yeah. tr try to like, um, I, I hear, the, now I'm going to play, you know, uh, what is it? Armchair psychiatrist, where it's, uh, it sounded like in the beginning you're saying, he won't try to fix it, won't even try. Uh, and when you say fix it and saying, I need to be able to maintain this relationship and all this stuff, I do think there's a big e effort towards being able to fix and control things. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the key of problems where let's, let's take a step back and say, you're saying you want to maintain friendship and cope with things. There's always going to be traumas um, and friendships that are unique with each person's life and each experience, right? I'm sure you have friendships that you have. You've had tragedies in your life that you had to learn how to cope with, right? You don't ever think of it in those times when those friendships or the things that you have tragedies or traumas, you don't try to say, I need to, f I need to try to fix this or I need to control it and make sure that I maintain these things, right? You're in that mindset of that. So you're still in this mindset of thinking you can control these things or that together you can do that. Um, and, and from hearing that, it sounds like maybe you are kind of, you know, how like the Alcoholics Anonymous, usually like alcoholics get together with each other. If you're both been diagnosed with the same thing, it sounds like you might be fueling certain things of these beliefs about even friendships. Cause it sounds like, again, it's a good thought to become, to maintain friendships and all this stuff and coping with these things. But if you're thinking that you can control it or fix it through these things, I think that would be something, um, uh, that could be a problem. And my advice would be basically it comes from within. It comes with working on yourself, which is why I recommended therapy and other things to try to deal with it instead of trying to say, I need to fix it here to maintain that friendship. Now, again, um, each relationship and each individuals are different, but again, I can only speak on my experience. And when uh, my heartbreak was when I was 20, I started, you know, 18, 19, getting in the relationship, but it, so it's oh, actually a similar timeline, a little bit younger than you. And um, I, again, I thought it was pretty much over, but now, um, again, we can still talk and meet up if I really wanted to. And we were definitely cordial and still would, would be okay. But it, the only reason that became possible because my heart was broken was fixing myself from within. It had nothing to do with her trying to maintain her relationship or me coming up with some technique to fix the situation or make sure that I'm, I'm a good friend or like that. It was, it was all like, make sure that I'm in, you know, I'm understanding what I, what my life is, what I want and what I can and cannot do or fix or control. Right. So like, again, it comes from within. And I think the best way to maintain the relationship is working on yourself to be honest, like, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying therapy that, but um, in situations like this, it took me years. So I, I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, all I have to do is go to therapy or think this way and try to help myself and it'll be fixed. Um, from my from my experience, it took years before it was okay. Um, but again, here's the good news. One, you're young, just like I was when that happened. And two, um, I really credit my heartbreak to finding my wife that I've been married to now for 16 years and being able to mm. to deal with the ups and downs with relationships and and marriage. And it, I, I don't think I would have been, I would, I would have never gotten with my wife if it wasn't for that heartbreak. Um, looking back now, and it's easy for me to say now. And each relationship is different. It might not be the same for you, but. I do think it all came from looking within. So that would be my advice and best of luck to you. Thanks, BK.
Um, the only thing I would add really is, uh, it's important for you to take the time to mourn this relationship. Um, grief is, grief is actually a very, very important thing. Um, we all do need to go through it and fully process it. If you're feeling the need to numb yourself, um, through, you know, substances or even technology, like I want to just encourage you to take the time when you can handle it, right? Like, Maybe it's just a few minutes a day at first. Maybe it's, you know, an hour at a time. I don't know what that amount of time is for you, but but take a few minutes to just really breathe and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling fully um, because it, it, this relationship, it sounds like, is worth grieving. Mm. It sounds like you had a really meaningful time with this person and they meant everything to you. And I think it's important for you to allow yourself to feel that loss. That's okay. It's it's part of being alive. It's like honoring the relationship that you just had by allowing yourself to kind of in essence let go and bury it, you know? Um but don't bury it by by ignoring what happened. Uh allow yourself to really mourn this and process it in, in the way that it deserves. Mm. Um, so that's the first thing I'll say. And the second thing is you're going to be four hours away. And I think that's great. Um, and I know it doesn't feel great right now, uh, but, but you're going to be with your family. Hopefully that's a supportive place for you. Um, reach out to your friends. If you don't have a lot of friends, um, find ways to make some and give yourself the grace to be sad for a little while. That's okay. Um, like BK says, you don't need to fix this immediately. What you need to do is feel it, um, and allow it to allow it to, to be honored in the way that you clearly want to honor this relationship mm -hmm. in terms of being friends with him. Um, look, keep the thread going as much as you want and you can handle. So if that means you text him once a week right now, to say like, hey, thinking of you, hope all is well. Or maybe you can't talk to him for a couple of months and you need to take a full on break. Whatever it feels like for you, allow yourself to do that. But remember that he's got his own boundaries as well and that he might need more time than you do away mm. from him to process all of this. So allow yourself to set boundaries with him, talk with him. I know you're young and you're probably somewhat new at these breakups, but you know, have a conversation with him where you say like, Hey, what do you need right now? I think it would be good for me to communicate with you maybe this way, this often. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. And allow yourself to design how you want your friendship to move forward now and allow yourself to continue designing that as time goes on, because things will change. You'll either want to talk to him more or want to talk to him less. And he'll also, you know, have his own boundaries on that. I just think it's important for you guys to communicate clearly and be upfront about where you are and what you need and, and be respectful of what he needs as well. And right now it sounds like he needs you to not be allowed to go back in your old place. And I know that's really hard. Mm -hmm. 
but that's what he needs and you love him. So I want to encourage you to honor what he needs and do that out of love for him. Um, I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry. I know it feels like you won't love again, but you will. And the best way to do that is to take the time for yourself to heal Yes. so that you can be whole when the next beautiful relationship comes along. And I, I, I second what BK said hundred percent. If you're able to, I highly recommend that you start with therapy, um, especially everything, you know, with your background, I, I think it's really important. And again, I just want to send you so much love and a lot of, a lot of my heart goes out to you really. Um, I, I just, I want you to know that you will love again and that you're going to be okay. And it's okay to be sad right now. It's okay to be mourning right now. And you deserve to give yourself the grace to do all of that. Mm, I love that you were, again, thank you for being open enough to answer this. And I love you, Alice, for also that. Again, uh, that's, it's, uh, it's why I love this podcast and being here for you guys. So thank you. <laughs> I, say that. I, I mean, I remember I when love I how was, you say, yeah, I remember when I was, you know, you know, 20 in my early twenties and, um, figured out that the soul, the guy I thought was my soulmate and I were not going to work out. And I, I remember I'm maybe still to this day. That's the worst I've ever felt in my life because I really believed that mm -hmm. I had ruined my shot with the one or that the one was like broken and couldn't be with me because he he had some he had some mental problems as well that could not be remedied at the time um and i had to let go i had to let go for my own sake and i think my life is better for having let go and you know like he and i are friends on facebook now mm. um he and i yeah. like i see his family he's got three kids he seems happy i don't really know his life and it's probably best that way yeah um but it took us a while to get there uh because we had a tough ending but but hopefully you will stick the landing better than i did um, by giving yourself the space to to really mourn and um, I love that advice. Communicate that you have to him. feel that you can't just block it out, and you have to go through the mourning process, and it can take a long time. I also think that's why when my advice is a lot of working on yourself, because but when I say that, it's that's part of it. You can, it's not just being the best you and shaking it off. It's actually the being your best self is doing that, feeling going through the mourning process yeah. and like allowing yourself to mourn and feel. That is how you become the best self and. And it's, it's like, same with relationships and friendships. You can't control it. The best you can do is to be the best you. I'd love to be friends with Gal Gadot, but I have no chance <laughs> unless I make myself the best person for that. And still, it's and even if I do make myself the best person for that, it's still half her choice to be my friend. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, you can't force friendships. You can't force that. But, but you can give the best chance by working <laughs> on yourself that way. And part of it, I think the huge step and the hardest step and the step that you should take is what Alice was talking about. So it's great. Like, Thank yeah, you. morning and feeling going through that. Um, we're uh, running short on time. So let's do a, I love this question for this. Um, I'll try to get through it quickly. Um, my girlfriend is asking me to be more bold. Hey, y'all. Sorry, but my English, English isn't my native language. But I'm going to answer this question for you guys. Me and my girlfriend Thank are you. not on par with our sex life and would like to improve it. I am 29 and a rel and relatively fit. My girlfriend's 25 and is also relatively fit. 
Um, she is asking me to be more bold and wants to please my desires. What are some tips about being bolder than now or than I am now? Uh, I'm a really chill person and didn't explore or didn't have the chance to explore my dominant manly side. I don't know how to feel about being more dominant. I've been raised to watch out, care for women, not to be rough with them, and that their pleasure has a pri higher priority than mine. Um, yes, I have fantasies about being more dominant, but I think that I'm mentally not there yet. Any ideas to help a man to be more open and enjoy their sex life more freely. Thanks and stay safe. Stay sexy. Thank you. He didn't say Wild. stay sexy, um, but I, hey, I added thanks. that. <laughs> First of all, I just want to put a quick caveat in and say, uh, you know, if it turns out that you don't want to be more dominant, um, that is your that is your call to make. Um, so, you know, I I can't I can't tell you here to change yourself for your girlfriend. Can't, I, I really can't do that. But being as you're asking me how to, um, you know, I'm assuming you're open to the, the idea of this change. And I think that's great. I do think it's a really good idea to get out of your comfort zone as much as possible. So, hey, let's, let's think about how you can do that. First of all, um, I want to encourage you to make a habit out of change. Um, try to do something different for yourself every day. Even if it's just like the smallest little thing, you say you're chill, that's great. Um, but if you want to be a little bolder, I think a good way to do that is by making a habit of it. So find something every day that's a little scary for you or a little uncomfortable for you and do it. Nothing that's dangerous, nothing that's going to kill you, please. I don't mm. want to be responsible for that. However, I want to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and do something a little different every day to get out of that sort of like chill only mindset and, and expand into something where you can push past your own comfort zone. I'm not saying to push past your boundaries, just your comfort zone. So um, the other thing I think might be helpful is to take some time, maybe every day for a while, because it might take you a while to like actually uncover what your desires really are. Uh, go through as like a journaling exercise. If it's like every morning you can write whatever habit you can create to just write a little bit every day. Mm. It could be a list. It could be a poem. It could be a, an essay. It could be whatever the heck you want it to be. Adult but reading just, material. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. No, just write <laughs> write down what it is that you like most desire. And it could be things about your girlfriend. It could be things about yourself mm. that you want to explore different parts of your body and things, ways you might like to be touched ways you might like to be handled things about your girlfriend's body, like things you want to explore about her, right? Ways you want to touch her that you haven't touched her before things that you might want to explore if you're being more dominant. I think the more you explore this idea um, and get it into writing so it can mm. be like deeply processed, I think the more likely you are to let those things come out in the bedroom and to share them with your partner. Now, dominance doesn't look the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. Dominance can be the way you touch someone, can be the way you talk to someone, can be the way that you interact with someone. 
so find what being dominant looks like for you that for you. feels right. Love it. I agree completely. Um, three, when I was uh, reading your question, great question, by the way, you stay sexy. Yeah, thank safe. you. Um, three words came to mind, and I think Alice totally nailed the first two. So the first word Sweet. was explore. I think being bold, you, you have to be able to explore. And Al Alice gave great examples of ways to explore also your, your own sexuality, but also your partner's. And then being confident. So when you explore, if you're just exploring, but you're scared of exploring, that's not being bold that without the confidence there. And that's why the practice of journaling, the practice of whatever gets you confident in exploring the way you become dominant, as you, as Alice is saying, is the, is very key. And the last one is the actual opposite. The, the, the obstacle to this was fear. Um, the reason I think anything that kills boldness, um, as, as your girlfriend is asking for, and that you're trying to, you know, um, cultivate in yourself, is fear. And I think you have to get over the fears through exploring and confidence. Um, through trying to do what we're what we're talking about. Those two words. So, um, those are the three things. I think the main thing that kills boldness immediate immediately is fear. So, explore. I mean, I guess you could say have fun with it, but that's how you can be confident. I would maybe add that word. But the three words that came up in my mind was explore, be confident, and um, stay away from fear. Because and, and your girlfriend basically gave you the way out of that last one. All the times it's difficult um, to try to be confident and explore or be bold when you're scared, maybe what you're just saying. You just said, I'm not that guy because I always am this way with women and this is the way I was kind of raised. But your girlfriend just gave you the green light to explore and be confident. So you you use that to, to overcome the fears that you naturally have because I, I completely understand what you're saying. I actually do have the ladies first in the pleasure department as well. But then you should also have the, the confidence to explore for your own pleasure. And maybe that's what she's also asking for in a way of saying, be more bold. So try that. That's what I would say. Yeah, because like ladies first in this particular example is doing what she wants, which she is wants you to, to be, be bold. bolder. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works. I love that. You got that's the green the light. Kill that yeah. fear. Don't worry about it. She, she just said, go for it. So awesome. Um, thank you so much for your questions. Um, anything you want to say before we finish up tonight, Alice? I fucking love you guys. Thanks for being here. I ditto that. Thanks again from wherever you're watching or listening. Spotify, YouTube, uh, uh, Google Play, is that? No, Google, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon uh, Apple Podcast. Podcast to Apple, Apple. Podcast. Yeah, we we're, got all we're everywhere. We're, we're everywhere. Patreon.com slash Sexy Time Podcast. You get the special stuff there. We're easy. But uh, thank you again. Until next week, stay sexy, stay safe. And don't get caught in public. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexytimepodcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us, be sure to tap that share button and spread the love. 
Join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time. Until next time, this is the Mistress of Ceremonies sending her love. Stay sexy.